Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 115 and it is day 31 of our it's the last decoding day. challenge experiment. Welcome to Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear that, but there's some 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 construction happening in the background. Or destruction. I destruction think. of something or other via chainsaw. So, uh, yeah, it's just some atmospheric noise for you. The last day of the decluttering experiment. How have we gone, Ben? experience over the past week please do it's been my trump card my trump card is cds Mm -hmm. i cleared out like 140 cds over the last little while but i'm still 154 short yes i thought i i thought i owned more cds so there was like huge two big bags full of these cds that Look, all I'll say is I hope CDs don't go the way of vinyl <laughs> because I've just thrown out. Vinyl's having a resurgence, so that would be sad. Wouldn't it? Yeah. But the thing that with those CDs is they're all scratched. The other thing with CDs is we don't have a CD player. No, exactly. Nothing that we own has a CD drive, so there was zero point in The car them. has a CD player. Oh, yeah. But we don't listen to No, I just put on podcasts, podcasts on Bluetooth. So CDs was your was trump, trump card, right? Yeah, and... And you're still short. Just short. I just, you know, still short. Last week was tough. We, you didn't do much decluttering last week. No. Like We kind of, as we mentioned in last week's episode, we hit that point of every... If there was There's more... nothing cl- else. No, if there was yeah. more clutter to get rid of, either A, it wasn't... It was the kids' stuff, and we said at the beginning of the month that we weren't going to count yeah, kids' toys right. and clothes, uh, and or... It was stuff that still needs processing and we like, honestly don't have time to deal with that at the moment. So we have a tub of old photo albums, which will be scanned and filed and, you know, then the act, the physical items will be let go of. But we, that's it. Like that's a project in and of itself that yeah. we don't have time no. to do right now. Uh, and the other thing is similarly is filing. Like we're in the process of digitizing a lot of our files in the office but we didn't have oh, the time to. Oh, that'd be easy, 150. It'd be 300. Oh, easily. Yeah. Like super easily. Yeah. But it just was a matter of, I think just it was the daily the yeah. daily yeah. aspect of this really that I didn't me. enjoy. Towards the end. Do you know what? And some genius had this idea on Instagram is to work backwards from yes. 31. I have heard that and that makes a lot of sense. Doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but... I still think for me it was the daily aspect, and I, I will admit last week I didn't uh, I didn't declutter every day. Like I had a couple of bigger days, and I just split it up over the period of a week. And similarly this week I did mm. a couple of days at once because I found first of all it's a time thing. Particularly the longer into the month you go, it takes more time obviously to find thirty items than it does to find ten or five or three. So there's the time factor and then there's the motivation factor because you've kind of particularly and to be fair to us we've 
gone through our belongings a lot over the past few years and we've yeah. paired back and paired back and paired back and there wasn't a lot to start with. Mm. I'm still really glad we did this because I feel like it challenged our idea of what clutter is and sort of made us see things beyond the, what we're used to seeing and, and kind of look at them with a clinical eye. And uh, I do think that there'll probably be more things that we can let go of over the next couple of months. But like I said, it's just stuff that needs processing and that is time. So I'm glad we did it and I'm glad we, we challenged ourselves the way we did because I, I almost made it, I think. At yeah, so point. what did you get rid of the last week? The last week was I felt like I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I spent quite a bit of time in the shed yeah, and like the laundry. Yeah. yeah. So the laundry was just things like rags like we use these compostable kitchen rags and then they become cleaning rags when they no longer work in the kitchen and then once they're finished in you know their life cycle in the laundry and for cleaning i just compost them so there was a whole pile of those that i got to chuck in the compost heap i found a lot of old seeds someone once it's about five years ago gave me a big bag of seeds Mm-hmm. that were already out of date mm. and I've tried planting them over the years and none of them have ever taken, but mm-hmm. I didn't, I was so loath to. you counted to... individual seeds? Oh, individual seeds. So I decluttered 75,300. <laughs> 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 no, just seed packets. But that was, oh, how many days worth? One, two, three, four. That was like five days worth mm. of, of clutter. So I, at this point, we're not at big things. That being said, we did get rid of a chair. We got rid of some shelves off the walls. Um, we got rid of <laughs> one day was yeah. purely made up of wall hooks. Because <laughs> we, as I mentioned last week, we got the place painted, mm-hmm. and we don't want to. I don't want to hammer anything into the walls anymore, so we won't be using those those sort of um, you know hammer into the wall kind of hooks. So they were gone. Um, we got rid of some more stuff out of the kitchen. Not a lot. A few glasses mm. it was just like a random assortment of things and mm. i really had to go digging for them and i'm not complaining about having to do that because i'm glad that's all gone you don't realize again how much this invisible stuff weighs on you until you don't have it anymore but it was um interesting we started out real confident at the beginning of this month mm, didn't we didn't we just Cheeky little so this is the last frontier this room the office this yeah. is the last thing that we will do and we will get to i think we'll get we're not going to count anymore but we just need to do this before christmas i think yeah but that in and of itself is a project and Mm. yeah i think i probably thought we would get through enough stuff without having to to deal with the the filing and the photos but we just didn't have quite enough now what i am going to say though in defense of ourselves is we said we weren't going to count the kids stuff and we didn't but, but we threw away a lot of stuff. We did. Uh, the kids and I, particularly in, during the school holidays, we always go through their bedrooms, we go through their wardrobes, we go through their toys and all the, you know, the artwork and stuff they bring home. There was bags and bags and bags of kids' stuff that we've passed on to our nieces, that we've passed on to the op shop and other people as well. So if, you can, if we were counting that, we would have hit like well over our target. Oh, no doubt. Like maybe... I don't know, three or 400 things more. I didn't no count them. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so to be fair, we did over the period of a month declutter well over a thousand things from the house. And I think that's pretty good going considering 
it's a pretty low level of stuff to begin with. Yeah. Now, we spoke briefly last week about the, an item that you haven't decluttered for some reason that you still hold on to for whatever reason. Mm. And I teased a song on uh, <laughs> this. <laughs> and it's actually come, it comes from this little um, golfer. A golfer. Golfer. So it's like a Caddyshack golfer, the movie Caddyshack. And I, I for some reason, still hold on to this furry little golfer that um, plays a Kenny Loggins song. <laughs> but it's currently broken. But you can't, you can't. You've tried I don't multiple times why. to let go of that. Your brother gave it to you. It's your favorite movie. Like, it's stupid and fun. Stupid. And the kids love it. Yeah. Like, it's almost like their toy more than anything. It's like our office mascot. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, that is, that's easily the most ridiculous thing that I did that throw out. You just can't let go of. What about yourself? Uh... Buddha. Okay, we've got two Buddha statues, like little Buddha statues. One which was a wedding present of your cousin, actually, and the other one was one that we bought in Thailand. Just these little, like they're pretty crappy. Not so much the one from Cody, but the one that we bought is pretty crappy. We just bought it from like a souvenir shop on Kalsan Road or something. But I can't and don't want to let go of it either. Which is the other thing I've I asked this morning on Instagram how people were going with this challenge and quite a few people have said like technically there's probably more things they could get rid of but they don't want to yeah and this is the thing you don't have to I think getting to that point and that's a point of intentionality with your stuff and the stuff that you're choosing to keep by you there's nothing wrong with that like I I refuse to administer rules like you can only have x number of you know pairs of shoes or mm. Y number of items in your, in your kitchen. I just don't think that's helpful because that then becomes this whole other obsession with stuff, you know, and you find yourself thinking about the stuff, the getting of, or the getting rid of stuff. And for me, the whole idea of simple or slow living is the living part, not the stuff part. So I think that's a really important part and, and point to reach in your own sort of simplifying efforts and you got there last week, I think, when you kind of you reached that point where you're like, yeah, I don't, totally. I don't want to do oh, this anymore. Just had a gutful. And it wasn't, it wasn't even like we I, joked about it being a tantrum. No. It wasn't really. Oh. It was just at some point it becomes more, not even. It's not a, a factor of work. It's it's sort of it becomes more of an obsession. Like you said, you were obsessing about it for and for what end? For what purpose? You know, we we have a really low level of stuff Hmm. to begin with comfortable we don't have clutter we don't suffer for it at all and we're we're kind of happy with that i must admit i have i'd love to have less but i'd always love to have less like that's just my my personal sort of aesthetic and and preference and it I just refuse to worry about it Hmm. you live with three other people exactly i don't live in a vacuum i can't Hmm. live out of a backpack because, you know, the life and, and the people that I love and the people I live with, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, so I think that at some point you're going to get to that level. And then I think something interesting happens. Over time, that level becomes, a, a, you recalibrate again and again. And I think you and I have done that over the years. We've sort of gone, yeah, that was a massive 
massive clear out, feel really good. And then six months later, we feel that need to, to kind of revisit the stuff that we've kept. And slowly you, you kind of pare that down to what is your essential kind of stuff. But it does take time and, and don't stress about it. You know, just let go of what you can, let go of what you want to, let go to the point where you feel good about it and then go into the living side. Okay. Agreed. Good. November is, up, is upon us. When, what are we going to do for November? I'm growing a moustache. <laughs> November. Nice. Hardy her her. Uh, we are, as we mentioned last week, tapping into something a hell of a lot less taxing than <laughs> yes. this month. Give Partly, us a break. Yeah, seriously, because we're coming into the, the oh, pointy crazy. end of the year. Yeah. And just personally, we are, we're quite busy coming into the end of the year, which is not a bad thing, but it's the reality of it. Exactly. Mm. You know, things finish up by the end of the year, all that kind of stuff. So we have felt that kind of looming for the last month or so. And I know that everyone else feels the same. So we're doing something fun and light and we're tapping into playfulness every day. That's the, that's really the only kind of parameter we're putting on it. Yep. Very Do broad. something playful or joyful or creative or childlike every single day. Play a game. Yep. If you've got kids, then play a game with them. You know, yep. do something that you wouldn't maybe necessarily join in with them doing. Kick the ball around for 10 minutes. Play a game of Uno. Pull out the Monopoly. You know, go Pokemon hunting, whatever. Mm. If you don't have kids, go do the same things, you know. Mm. Lay on the grass and look at the clouds and make draw, shapes. Draw, draw, write a poem. Just do something that you would normally do with exactly. that, that break time. Yeah. So that break time that you would normally have and you'd fill it with doing things, like everyday things, mm. take a break out of that. Take a break from your break. <laughs> a break break. This is sponsored by KitKat. <laughs> yeah, I think the key is stop being task-oriented. That's it. So, like, take away your to-dos, take away your tasks, take away your chores, your lists, all of that, and just do something that's completely non-task oriented. I think, really, I think that that's it. Because kids don't think in tasks, do they? Kids think in terms of, you know, stimulus and fun and play and creativity and imagination. And I think if we as adults can tap into that, there's so much to learn. Someone, this is really what got me thinking about it. Someone commented on an Instagram post a little while back about kids books that talk about mindfulness and learning to live more mindfully. And she said, I think it's really interesting because kids don't need to learn how to do that. They're taught how not to, to be that by example, the adults that they spend time with, you know, the, the school setting, all that kind of stuff. So she said, you know, tap back into this childlike wonder. And I think it can be as simple as like watching an ant or, you know, just wondering and really enjoying that process of wondering. I, I posted a, a quote on my Instagram earlier this week and it wasn't actually on purpose, but I'll claim that it was because, you know, I'm that clever. And it really does play nicely into this, this coming month's theme of, of play and childlike joy. It's from Anne Lamott, who I do love. Her book, Bird by Bird, was a, a big game changer for me. But this is the quote. Oh, my God, what if you wake up someday and you're 65 or 75 and you never got your memoir or novel written 
or you didn't go swimming in warm pools and oceans all those years because your thighs were jiggly and you had a nice, comfortable tummy, or you were just so strung out on perfectionism and people-pleasing that you forgot to have a big, juicy, creative life of imagination and radical silliness and staring off into space like when you were a kid. It's going to break your heart. Don't let this happen. I love that. Radical silliness. How cool is that? Bring it on. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I think this is right up your alley. (laughs) Particularly the radical silliness part. Follow us, or follow Brooke on Instagram, and I'm looking forward to, and all the social medias, and I'm looking forward to the next month. Yeah. Hashtag slow home experiment. Take a photo, tweet about it, Facebook about your radical silliness or your play or your creativity for the day. And let's make November really fun. Peace. You just gang sign me. (laughs) Have a good week. Jackrabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.